Hello and welcome to a special bonus edition of the Pod Bible Podcast. If you listened to our normal episode last week, you will know that we teased this little bonus. We're doing fortnightly podcasts at the moment, but we're back to weekly because we have three podcasters who we really want you to listen to and we really want you to hear about their shows. And uh, hopefully we would uh, love it if you were to go and check out their shows because they are three wonderful podcasters uh, who uh, all do completely different shows uh, that are all really interesting and uh, we're looking forward to you hearing them shortly and most importantly we're looking forward to the time when I stop talking. So a bonus episode what is it why are we doing it well we are wanting to showcase some of the podcasts that are advertised in the latest pod bible magazine um, there aren't going to be any recommendations today we've just got three podcasters as i say talking about their shows um and uh yeah as i said they're all very different and we think you're going to enjoy them so let's crack on straight away uh, all three of these guests talk to pod bible co-founder Stu whiffin uh, so you're going to be hearing his dulcet Essex tones very shortly. Um, we're going to start with Professor Lucy Rogers talking all about Engineering Edge. Lucy, tell me all about your podcast, please. Oh, I really enjoyed doing it. It's called The Engineering Edge, and I'm on a mission to discover how everyday technology can be used in extraordinary ways. It's fascinating. And so how did the concept for that come about? I've been working with DesignSpark, which are the um, community side of RS Components. RS Components are like a, a catalogue shop for electronics. And I've been looking at some of their, their pieces of kit that you can buy. and thought, well, you know, why, why would I want this accelerometer? And it's been designed for maybe for, to go in cars for the airbags. And actually, people are using these accelerometers in things like tracking animals. Now, you wouldn't have thought, you know, this just this accelerometer that's been used in cars can be used for tracking animals. So I've been like, oh, who else is using what? And where can I go? And what can I see? And what creativity is out there and has been used? And how is this everyday tech being used in weird and wonderful ways? And so... How have you found the last, you know, 10 months, you know, we're recording this at the beginning of February and we're obviously still in the thick of, of, of lockdown. How have you found that's affected uh, the recording and, and, the, and the kind of putting together of your podcast? I've, I've had to do more of it my side. <laughs> well, I've usually <laughs> relied on a team, so I've had to learn some stuff. But it's also been great because it's meant that I can virtually travel the world. And I haven't yeah. got to stick to local people. Um, so you haven't got all that traveling and, and everything. And everyone is a lot more, is a lot happier to do these things over, over the internet now because we've had to, because we've had to learn. And so it's not such a big stumbling block or a stop for anyone. And so to actually be able to, yeah, talk to anyone. I, I spoke to astronauts. I spoke to people in the States. I speak, I speak to people all, all over the place. I think that's been one of the things that, you know, speaking to so many podcasters on this on this pod, I think it's been, you know, something that when we first went into lockdown, I think we all panicked that, oh God, how are we going to record our podcast? Because we can't sit in studios, we can't do what we're, you know, we're so used to doing. And I think after, you know, sort of a couple of goes on, on Zoom or, or, or Clean Feed or whatever you're using, all of a sudden, like you say, it felt, oh, hang on a minute, this opens up 
all manner of possibilities now. I can travel the world, you know, online now, and it's and it does. And so, you know, the chances of of getting an astronaut into a studio to come and sit down, the chances are very slim. Yeah. And and I think to be able to do that virtually is an incredible thing. So, what other guests and, and topics can our listeners expect to hear if they go and check out the pod? The one that's just been released is on 3D printing and 3D printing in space, uh, which is, uh, yeah, just blows my mind. We've got one that's looking at how bees can be kept safer, looked after more remotely. So you haven't actually got to go in and open up the hive to make sure they're all okay. You can actually do that remotely. The accelerometers on the uh, collars of animals, we've been looking at vertical farming and how are we going to produce more farms and more food in the future. And also one of my favourite ones is how the little vibrating motors that are in your phone, you know, when your phone goes, people have been using that, a company called Navibelt have used that to make a belt and connected that to a, a magnetometer. So effectively a compass and it will buzz when you're facing north or whichever direction you like to, to use it. And they were looking at how to give yourself a sixth sense. Uh, but they've actually worked out that this is really useful for people who can't see, blind people. Because say you're in a, a big market square and you, you're blind and someone, you say to someone, uh, can you point me in the direction of the bakers, please? And you know you might start off, but if you haven't got any visual references, you're going to veer to one way or the other, and you can't walk in a straight line. But if you've got this belt that's going every time you're facing the correct direction, it's it's so much easier. Yeah, it's been really fascinating trip. That's incredible. And and so moving forwards, what's the plans for the podcast moving forwards, Lucy? Well, we've got um, six episodes, but we've also got bonus content in the weeks in between. So there's a, a little bit extra, either an interview or. In some of these, because I couldn't actually get hold of the kit that these people were using, I had to go at making my own in my own lab and to varying degrees of success. So I've done right up to those. So there's articles as well to, to go with it all. So it's a whole big bundle of stuff. And people can check out the podcast on all the usual platforms. Yep. The Engineering Edge. Wonderful. Lucy, thank you very much. Thank you. There we go. Thank you so much, Lucy, for that uh, great chat with Stu about Engineering Edge. Uh, Let's crack straight into the next one, shall we? Next up, we have Sharice Hamilton, and she's going to be discussing her podcast, Interconnected Voices. Sharice, tell us all about your podcast, please. Hello. Firstly, I want to say thanks for having me. Welcome. But my podcast is called Interconnected Voices and it takes you behind the scenes of big news headlines and gives you a minority um, and diverse perspective from people with lived experience. And also we like to get some experts on board as well to just give a different viewpoint really from what you'd see on your national news. And why did you decide to, to do this as a podcast? It was definitely born out of the fact that I saw quite a lot of my friends losing interest in like politics and just like what's going on in the world purely because they felt like their points of view were not being represented on where we all go to look for national news so it's born out of that I felt there was like a gap that could be could be filled really and also it's fun to play with audio mediums like sound designs and things like that when it comes to a news format I think it makes it more interesting 
and it doesn't feel as laborious and that's what I try and do just change up a little bit like it can feel more immersive and I think that's more interesting than listen to, listening to um BBC sometimes absolutely <laughs> um and how did you sort of settle on the, the the concept and the structure of the podcast so I'm from a radio background. I did a really amazing radio traineeship at the Roundhouse, which I recommend for anyone who's interested in getting into radio. That's why it's quite quite structured podcast with lots of sound design and montage and things like that. And I was really heavily inspired by like your Gimlet Media type of podcast. So yeah. like the sound design on Crime Town, all that kind of immersive stuff. There's some really brilliant series as well. There's one called Seeing Why and Gasset Nation all these really well done podcasts. Obviously I don't have the manpower they do, but that was like my inspiration by like through the sound and like the structure of interconnected voices. And my last series, Black Voices Collection was completely different to what I did for the first two series. It was born out of everything that happened with BLM. And I felt like there needed to be a space where black people could share stories that they want like tiny little stories just so people could get perspectives on different situations that black people experience on a daily basis some positive some negative and just heavily sound design just little five to ten minute bites so they can get an insight really um so just changing it up depending on what's happening in the world how have you found um lockdowns affected uh the 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 podcast to be honest I think I've made some of the best work I've done during lockdown because I also work with two people amazing sound designer called Bridie and Phoebe who does all promo and video and we've had so much more time to collaborate and just have more free-flowing conversations which has allowed us to experiment more with what we're doing um and I think it's probably the best work um that we've done And it's also challenged me as an individual to think about how I can keep people interested. Like not everyone wants to hear news. It's on 24-7, which is why I think the Black Voices Collection came at such a good time because it's so short and quick and different and it, it got a good reception. So I think it's forced a lot of people in podcasting to be more adaptable. And I think that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's good to push yourself and, um, not be stagnant. Absolutely. Um, And moving forward. Moving forward. Oh, my God, look, there's my lunchtime alarm from work. Sorry. (laughs) How nerdy of me. Isn't it bad? (laughs) Moving forward. You said you was quite structured. (laughs) (laughs) Moving forward. um, On Instagram at the moment, we've got a little IGTV series um, on called Things You Should Know, which is two-minute visual reports about things going on in the world that you might not know because of the coronavirus pandemic. So that's kind of like our filler while we work on something else, like a new series. I'm not sure what that is yet, but we've got some ideas bubbling. So for now, I would direct people to IGTV to check out that series and to listen back to what we've made previously. Wonderful. And they can find that on Instagram under what? What do they search for? At interconnected underscore voices. Also the same on Twitter and interconnected voices on all streaming platforms. Wonderful. Cherise, thank you very much. Thanks so much. Thank you, Cherise, for that. Uh, Interconnected voices there. By all means, go and have a listen to that. Uh, I think that sounds like a really interesting project and podcast. Let's 
Tie things up, though, for this episode of the Pod Bible Podcast by speaking to Scarlett Kefford from Script Sirens Presents Siren Screams. Scarlett, tell me all about your podcast, please. Uh, so my podcast, um, Script Sirens Presents Siren Screams, is a six-part horror anthology. It's actually individual stories, so you can pick it up and listen to it any time in any order. And it's just an expression of sort of female writers from Birmingham. And we put this together after a web series that we did last year uh, online. This was sort of a continuation of that, all that exploration of like horror and what ways you want to play with it. So they're all based on horror, but they're all different genres as well. So we've got comedy in there. We've got sci-fi, more thriller-esque and more dystopian in places as well. So how did the concept for that come about? So within our right, we're a writers group that meet regularly and support each other with career progression. And then we started doing projects only last year in lockdown as a way to continue to raise our profile, but also to gain practice uh, in what I was teaching and um, learning with the group because it's it was initially meant to be peer to peer support. And then we all got a little bit depressed during the first lockdown and thought, well, we should make something. And we did the web series and we did that all off our own backs, no money. So the next time we thought, okay, let's try and get some support behind us. We applied for Arts Council funding and got it. And yeah, we created it all between Halloween and Friday the 13th of November, this extended spooky season, which would have been uh, fantastic had we all been allowed to be out and about. So, uh, But we did this instead. So we had this project and we actually wrote it all and then edited the scripts and uh, cast it and performed it all within that two and produced it all within that two week space. And uh, I'm not going to do that to myself again. <laughs> I'm going to give myself much more time. And, and in regards to that two week period, where that was all done was that during I'm just trying to work out the dates was that during a break in lockdown or was it all done remotely like how, how did how did lockdown affect how you you, you, you put this together um, to be honest it didn't affect how we put it together because I deliberately designed it to be a, a process beforehand that could be done during lockdown as it obviously it started when we first applying, we were first applying for it, it was sort of in September time and there was rumours that things were going to get worse over winter and that more lockdowns were coming and then restrictions were coming in place. And especially in Birmingham, we were put in lockdown beginning of November and then some of the other places in the country uh, got their tier lessened and got to go out. But Birmingham has been in pretty much the strictest lockdown since the beginning of November with uh, no release at the moment. Yeah. So... We did yet. We do have one recording day in a local studio um, called Yamination Studios, and they're actually a stop motion uh, animation studio in uh, Birmingham that I sometimes do production management work for. Very kindly, um, the director of the company, Drew Roper, let me get in there for a session just before lockdown. Um, those final days, it was actually Halloween that was in there. And then then we were locked down, and luckily everybody else that I booked was uh, voice over artists that had their own uh, kits and caboodle at home. Yeah. And so moving forwards, as you know, as as, as 2021 starts to unfold and, and, and hopefully we'll see a, a light at the end of the tunnel and we'll all be allowed back into to studios uh, to, to to record face-to-face again. What's coming up for the podcast? Um, well, this was just the, the first, uh, first series and working on seeing if we can build it and if it gets successful and hopefully if we can, we can get more funding. Um, perhaps in, you know, look at other models of funding it. Because at the moment it was just a non-profit 
project that we did for ourselves and to you know get artists employed during this time but if it but as and if it's successful then we hopefully you know it's something we can build and we can do more regularly and it might be a case of it rather it'll be script sirens presents but the next one might not be siren screams it uh, might be we'll do like different genres i'd like to i especially like to do comedy sketches because comedy is really my bag that's what i really want to do sure. with, my, with my life but then there's other things like you know there's different there's different genres we can explore um within that's so obviously we said horror this time and then we did different genres but it could be comedy but then within those within that comedy there's a broad spectrum as well what do we find funny like in this time round, it's like what do we find scary as a group and it was you know it's different things so some people went for the you know quite traditional witches and murderers but I I mean I personally mine was sort of about fascism <laughs> and that's what scares me in the future and things going turning more and more to the right another one one of my favorites for the piece is perfect by Alex and she had um, hers was just about the Tories um but then the another one was about about getting trapped within a computer in a silent space in a, in the sci-fi one and it was sort of you know a metaphor for what this sort of way we're getting sucked into social media and how that then becomes our whole lives <laughs> and and so if people want to find out like more about script sirens where's the, the best place to find out what you're doing our social media channels so we're quite active on uh, twitter and instagram and both at script sirens and on facebook uh, script sirens facebook slash script sirens <laughs> we have a website as well that we update regularly but it, we're much more active on our social media channels because that's where we seem to get the most traffic and the podcast is available on all the usual platforms yeah it's on spot it's on spotify and acast and google and apple and it's also on iHeartRadio and deezer even though i have not really heard of them or know how to use them and using their back ends like <laughs> wonderful oh well thanks ever so much scarlett thank you Thank you so much to Scarlett. And uh, we should say as well that Siren Screams seems to be a very popular podcast because we, uh, of course, do our Pod Bible poll winners at the end of every year. And uh, we have one category, which is the uh, independent podcast category, where we open it up. We don't no- make any nominations. We just say, vote for whoever you like. Write in, let us know which podcast that you want to vote for. And Siren Screams got loads of votes. Uh, and came second, narrowly missing out that top spot, um, which was taken by Monkey Tennis, the Alan Partridge phone podcast. But uh, well done to Siren Screams for coming second. And thanks again to Scarlett for coming on the podcast to talk all about that show. All right, that is it for this bonus episode of the Pod Bible podcast. We will be back next week uh, with a regular episode number 77, I believe. Um, until then, head over to Pod Bible Mag to read the magazine, listen to other episodes of the podcast, sign up for our weekly newsletter. Uh, we've got a link there to go over to Himalaya.com where we have a how to make a podcast series. That's Himalaya.com forward slash pod. Um, if you use the promo code POD, at checkout then you get a 14 day trial so that's all very lovely and uh, great if you are trying to learn more about podcasts and you want to set up your own show um we're at pod bible on social media you can email us info at podbiblemag.com uh, we are delighted to be part of the acast network and finally the final thing to say is thank you ever so much once again once more to buddy peace who many people will have heard um be thanked by scroobius pip on distraction pieces he's been thanked by brett goldstein on films to be buried with and he's been thanked an awful lot of times by myself and Stu and pip on this podcast because he also edits this 
So thank you, buddy. Sorry for all the waffling from me. I wonder if you've just cut it all out and I've only said three words. We shall see. Thanks again for listening, everybody. We look forward to speaking to you next week. Cheers. Bye.